0: Hello and welcome to Casting Views, the podcast run by myself and my nephew. I'm Dan. And I'm Lou. And we're going to pick a a subject each week and we're going to cast views on it. There we go, Lou. I think based on recent introductions I think I've tried to just keep it short and sweet and simple there so (laughs) we'll get that nailed down (laughs) this week Lou I think I'm going to disagree with myself more than I'm going to have a discussion with you I think (laughs) I've been quite torn about the subject Um, we're going to talk about living in a digital world and what it entails right yeah. I think that yeah. was a very vague brief I gave us. Before we get stuck into that, let's have our regular promo spot now. This week, we're going to have a super familiar with the Wilsons. It's a great podcast run by Josh and Amanda. They literally talk about anything and everything in life. Um, really, really great podcast to listen to. You know, sometimes it'll be serious things, but the episode I was listening to today, they were playing games with each other, like guessing the sound. And okay. and things like that. It was cracking me up. Check them out. I mean, they've even got an episode of Do. You, do you remember? I mean, you're a bit young, but do you remember who the Spin Doctors were? Oh and yeah, yeah, so yeah. Two princes. They've even got an episode with the the lead singer from the Spin Doctors. So, <laughs> so yeah. Seriously, check out Super Familiar with the Wilsons, and we'll hear from them now.
1: The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. You know that family whose house you hung out in when you were a kid. The house was a little loud and chaotic, but always fun, and sometimes felt more home than home. Well, that's us.
0: We're the Wilsons, and we welcome you into our podcast with silly chat, ridiculous games, and interviews with interesting people.
1: Like a spin doctor. The super familiar with the Wilsons podcast.
0: Welcome home. And we're back. Right, Lou, living in a digital world, and why I thought about this was the recent news story about it was neil young and spotify right so you saw that where neil young disagreed with the joe rogan podcast yeah yeah so i'm not going to get into the politics of the actual disagreement that he had with the podcast but what kind of struck me was the fact that he and i'll come on to after another a number of other artists asked for their music to be pulled from spotify and I saw a tweet and I, I can't remember who it was who said it, so I can't credit them. But the, the tweet said, well, you wouldn't get someone coming into your house and taking your Neil Young CDs or records out of your house. So, <laughs> so and I saw, you know, whilst it's obviously it's a silly tweet and it's it, but it's true. It, but it's silly in the, in the case of no, of course not. It got me thinking that absolutely we're, we are more in, a, in, a, in an age now where we kind of don't own anything and we're renting every, everything now, aren't we?
1: yeah yeah that's true i guess that when you look at like especially music subscriptions and that sort of thing with your big platforms that's probably the way it works really isn't it
0: yeah but then i've got it got me thinking though but it's not just that you know we everything is going subscriptions so i've kind of when i started thinking about this it's you know my main areas are going to focus on tv music and even gaming you know the, the, and and whilst some of it isn't necessarily new there's always been like rental services the move away from owning things is is becoming more and more prevalent now
1: yeah yeah i agree because i guess in the way that like film and tv and music used to work is like you used to have to go and have a physical cd or buy a copy of a dvd
0: yeah and this is it so we, we've kind of touched upon certain things in various episodes so it felt good to kind of bring this all in into one now because like i said it it really it really bugged me that i couldn't decide whether I thought it was good for him if he had a certain view or or bad for us as listeners and whether it's a good thing that things are digital and streaming or a bad thing and, I, uh, and I, I'm i gonna say I, I, unless you know something happens in this episode I'll probably still leave confused and 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 not sure I'm not here <coughs> excuse me I'm not here to to argue the the politics of why the decision was made. But obviously he had the falling out. He asked for his music to be taken away. It did. But there's also a number of other artists also, like Janis Joplin, Graham Nash, Stuart Lee, and a, and a band called Failure. So it's, you know, it's just, you could be there listening to it. And now I, I understand there'll be people saying, oh, but that's the whole nature of streaming. I get it. But it's. So I'm a Neil Young fan, if I've got all his albums on my shelf, I'll listen to them. And they'll still be there. But now if if I've got an account with Spotify, I'm gonna to have to sign up with another streaming platform if he's even on another streaming platform.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. I
0: mean, obviously we keep well, I was gonna say we keep joking about it. You keep joking about the difference in age between us in a lot yeah, yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. most 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 all probably but one episode. <laughs> Did you what what's your view? I mean, have you had much in a way of physical music growing up?
1: um it depends when i was young my mum had like cassettes and that was like the first experience and obviously our car was old and so as a result (laughs) we had like cassette players if that makes sense yeah yeah so that was like my first experience and then when i got my car it had a cd player so i had to have cds but i never i got onto like the streaming services really really late so like i used to have cds and still listen to cds at home when i was young Um, and it's only now really that i'm like mid-twenties um that I decided to sign up for like a streaming service just to make everything a bit more convenient but I used to like having CDs it was cool to have to listen to an entire CD and it, I mean obviously you could used to be able to skip them but I feel like it exposed you to a little bit more than you were anticipating as well because now for instance I hear a song that I don't like I might skip yeah straight over it yeah
0: but let's go back to uni days so what about six years ago yeah that's so depressing but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So if if you had like if you if you were with your mates and 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 you were chilling, would it be oh, let's stick a CD on it, or what? Or did somebody have? Uh, I mean, I'm struggling to
1: remember like when streaming really hit the. Oh oh no 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 no. It was like go on YouTube or it was like someone who the person that wasn't the cheapest and paid for Apple Music or for Spotify <laughs> would put their their track on, their uh their account up. Um but no 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 when I was at uni there wasn't like CDs didn't exist really to be honest with you. So that's yeah, six years ago. I only had them for the purpose of being in my car, although now I actually have just like a Bluetooth system in my car now. So yeah. I play music through my phone now, as opposed to even have CDs. I've still got CDs in my car, but they're relics now to me. The question I've got then, though, is do you listen to music
0: often? Yeah, yeah. Every time I get in the car. Oh, and you and you listen to it through your phone? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because this is a thing I found recently. So, so you know, well, we've mentioned a couple of times. So I've got back into, especially through COVID, I've got back into my vinyl records massively. And the thing I found was that I wasn't actually listening to music. Uh, once kind of streaming hit now i massively love my music so i remember as a kid it was at the time you know, by the cassette by the by the album the vinyl, then buy the CDs, right? And I had, I remember having, I had hundreds of CDs, and I remember then getting rid of them because I needed to, I needed some money, so I sold my CDs to, to colleagues yeah. and and friends. Which, looking back on it now, was such a, you know, I, I hated that, but I, at the time, I, I, you know, I needed to get rid of them, and they were the easiest things to sell. And then I think over the years, I found as streaming became more mainstream. It's like you said, you'd buy a song, you'd buy a single and you just yeah. hear that single. And I stopped listening to albums. I stopped listening to artists. And now I put the record on and especially with records, it's hard that you can't just press skip forward. Yeah, I'm enjoying listening to whole albums again. Even in the car, I generally tend not to like listening to music stations because if a song comes on, I don't like it, it bugs me, it really annoys me. <laughs> and, I, you know, I like listening to talk stations more in the car.
1: Yeah, I kind of get what you mean, because I think probably the last album I would have listened to, start to finish, because I bought an album and wanted to listen to it, would have been, I don't know, you know, Cage the Elephant?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, Borderlands. Yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, Borderlands,
1: uh, No Rest (laughs) for the Wicked. Um, They had an album, I think it was called Melophobia. something like that
0: Um,
1: and that would have been the last album that i listened to all the way through just because i wanted to listen to it again by virtue of being in my car but now i couldn't tell you the last and that was probably what 10 years ago now last album that i listened to I, i wouldn't be able to give you an answer for the last time that i listened to an album all the way through
0: yeah and and i'm not saying that every track on an album is going to be a banger right i'm not saying you like every single song but you know even a cd you can put it in and yeah you can skip a track but it just feels like now and I'll generalize this massively but it feels like we as I've lost the art of listening to an artist's vision of an album now I don't mean that to sound really
1: sort of poetic and all that yeah
0: (laughs) sometimes an album does tell a story and we live in a day and age where you can buy so many tracks that this one is I know it's a Taylor Swift followed by an Eminem followed by a Kanye followed by a I do yeah. know, uh, Fleetwood Mac. And we've just, it's just a constant jumble, you know, of everything.
1: Do you not think as well that that's maybe why music is a bit samey nowadays? So like, even if it's rap that you're into, for instance, like let's say you like the American stuff. Like to me, it all actually does sound the same. It's all that same like mumble type stuff on that same beat. And I feel like it's because you, sometimes do you ever hear a song and think, oh, that's actually quite good. And then you're surprised at the person that's written it and sung it. Yeah. Because you have no appreciation for it's something that's a bit smaller that didn't hit the mainstream. Because that's all you hear nowadays. And as a result, I feel like music is more tailor made to fit a particular sound that's popular, as opposed to artists putting out music that they enjoy.
0: Potentially. And and like I said, yeah, okay, I'm I'm of the old school, right, and having streaming Takes up, you have it, Oh, physical items take up more space, uh, you know. And there's a thing about do you want all this physical stuff cluttering up everything? You, I do think you also, well, you definitely miss something in the not having that item, whether it's the CD where you'd have the booklet and you'd often have like the lyrics and pictures of the band and other, other messages. To an album like vinyl album, where you've got the bigger picture, and if it's gatefold, you've got the nice artwork in it. You can get the fancy. I mean, well, even records now. I've shown you some of mine. You can get the the, the cracking picture discs, the the, the zotrope moving images. I've missed the boat. You can get somewhere there's liquid in it, holograms. <laughs> some artists have even made it with their own blood and urine in them. So.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Yeah, but it's just yeah, the whole the whole streaming thing is is really bizarre because it's like. The thing is, as a fan, OK, that that artist has taken his music off. And the difference being if he takes them out, of, if he stops selling the CDs in a shop, say, he doesn't get any money uh, or, or sorry that say the, the shop, if you don't go in there, the shop makes no money. But Spotify as a service still makes money is that that 10 or a month you spend or whatever.
1: Yeah, isn't, still goes isn't, to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like if you have a falling out with a retailer and all of a sudden you pull because ultimately the people, it like who in reality, who do you reckon would need to leave Spotify to make it actually worth, make it actually something that does long lasting damage? I think you'd really struggle to find anyone that would do that, have that effect.
0: Do you know what? This is where I'm now going to be honest and say I don't actually. I mean, I listen to Spotify because there are cracking podcasts, including ours on there. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly tend not to stream much music. The, the, the odd occasion I've used Prime Music or, or Spotify is when someone's been around and I've used it because they've got a quick playlist. So I don't have to keep running back and changing the record yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. people will probably scream and say that, you see, that's an advantage of streaming, which absolutely the convenience is there. But I don't know now if if you can if people will pull their, their music like that, unless there is a specific platform to go to, because what I didn't know is he actually pulled his music a few years ago again. Okay. Now that's because he thought the sound quality was too low. Right. <laughs> but then he came back because basically he said that's where people get music. So I know now there are other platforms like you've got, obviously you've got iTunes, you've got Amazon Music now, right? It's true. Now, if, you know, people like yourself or people now are moving to streaming, you've got to ultimately be on there, don't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think it's kind of forced your hand that way. That's why in reality, it's CDs and that sort of thing have died a death. Because in reality, I think the experience of having a CD and proper flicking through an album is actually better. I mean, you'd sent me the cover, I can't remember what album it was, um, and I turned around and immediately jumped on a streaming service to listen to it. Pickle
0: um, friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that the one. Yeah, and I yeah. turned
1: around, I was like, so, you know what, this is actually banging. <laughs> but never would I have turned around and like for instance, if if one of their songs had popped up on a playlist, I would have never have clicked into them to listen to an album because it just isn't something you do anymore.
0: Credit where credit's due. I guess that's what streaming does. And it'll be the same for games, which we'll touch on after. It gives you the opportunity to listen to artists you probably wouldn't do.
1: Yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah.
0: Because your your tenure month. say say you're you're on a paid, because Spotify gives obviously a free free version isn't there yeah yeah but say you're paying for it you you're paying that tenner a month who whatever you listen to you don't just have to listen to your favorite artists so why don't you start experimenting and listen to to other bands and like you said you, you can just quickly log on and hear a song and what i've done is i've often used that to buy albums by artists i haven't heard before i'll quickly listen to a couple of tracks if i like them i'll then buy the album
1: physically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I feel like, I, it's difficult to say though because, like I said, whenever you hit like your your mainstream like platforms where it's like your Spotify, your Apple Music, it is just like a. I could I could kind of understand it if you had smaller artists that were maybe pushed a little bit better on these platforms, but I still don't think in reality it does them any good, because like I said, when you look at music nowadays, in reality to me, I know this is going to sound like a really like old fart thing to say. <laughs> it does all sound the same. Like there's no rapper that is, a di- that, do you know what I mean, there is no difference in rap. For instance, there is no difference in UK grime anymore. To me, they're all, well, if you would even consider that grime really exists in a proper form, but in terms of like UK rap, when you look at all of the names that have come out to me, rd h central Seat. it's all the same shit <laughs> it, it all sounds the same as well like it's all the mainstream stuff and to me it's like you're making music for a really mainstream platform you're not getting anything like no one that i would speak to today would probably acknowledge cage the elephant because the album was banging yeah, yeah. And, and that's what the problem is as well like you're not exposed to stuff that is really as
0: that's it that the funny thing is for a while because of the whole getting out of listening to music i got a lot of my music from gaming fifa yeah, borderlands
1: yeah. i've got an entire yeah. fifa playlist on my Apple yeah. music to be but, fair
0: but you know joking <laughs> aside whatever you think about gaming or, or the fifa games they had awesome soundtracks from around the world as well
1: yeah and do you know what it was as well that was what was brilliant about those games because they actually did push artists that were slightly smaller like you had your big ones like Avicii. i think was in a couple of them wasn't he yeah but typically speaking they were much smaller artists that were all kind of indie that you didn't hear yeah on yeah. the radio and you only started hearing them on the radio because they've been pushed out in that format
0: I remember once, I can't remember, I think it might have been Portugal the Man song, but I'd, I'd had it in my head from a FIFA game, and I remember recording a voice memo to you saying, I can't. I don't know who this song is because it was a new band, and I remember singing it in a voicemail to you, and you replied straight away, <laughs> yeah, Portugal the Man. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think it was like purple, yellow, red, and gold or something like that. I think like it was. That, saying... I mean. <laughs> purple, yellow, red, and blue or something. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Funny enough, I actually think that song is on my FIFA playlist
0: <laughs> but but that was it. I had it in my mind. I wanted it. And I, I only knew about it through FIFA. But going back to what you said about the music, is it because it's probably easier now to get a record or, or a song onto streaming? So everyone is now using the sound. There's a sound that's obviously popular. So people are copying each other or, or artists are, are cop- using the same sounds almost because you can just get a tune, drop it onto streaming There's no distribution,
1: et cetera. And and, and so it's easier to do the the safe thing. Uh, I don't know, because I feel like it's like a lack of investment as well. So like, for instance, I really like Eminem. I would have previously, and I still do, own lots of Eminem CDs, although they've been in a cupboard for a very long time. But now it kind of feels like the moment that someone says music is crap, or like that is the mainstream opinion, you don't bother with it. Whereas yeah. before, I would have turned around and said, "No, I actually have to listen to it myself to make a decision," because it wasn't as accessible. So I would have still bought that album and given it a shot. Because now it feels like people listen to one song from an artist, think, "Oh, it's crap. That's washed up," and now yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. that that's just the image that the person's tainted with.
0: But this is it, and this is where God, I'm, uh, you know, I literally am arguing myself because I'm thinking on the plus side you know obviously streaming gives you the opportunity to hear so many bands were artists like Eminem etc of the past so big because you had to buy an album it was anywhere between say 10 and 15 pounds you couldn't buy five albums a month say if you're on a budget or pocket money so the big artists became big because everyone bought their albums because and, and they were the ones to follow but now on streaming you can listen to XYZ as well as ABC. So everyone's got a fair shot at it and everyone's got a shot of becoming big, if you know what I mean? Or, or hurt. Yeah,
1: I get you, but I would also say who are your modern day superstars? Who are your Madonnas? Who are your Eminems? Who are your Michael Jackson's? I couldn't pick one. Maybe if you wanted to put some shouts in there, I maybe would say Ed Sheeran and Adele. <sighs> Yeah, well, in you can't. Yeah, UK. you can't
0: argue with any of either of those. Yeah,
1: but but apart from that, in terms of like I said, in terms of the grip that some artists had on the music industry, I don't think that anyone's got that kind of stronghold anymore. And it's probably true to what you say as well—the fact that there's so much content accessible and so much music accessible now. But I still can't decide whether it's a good or a bad thing. To be fair,
0: it's difficult because it's I, in my head. I'm I'm wrestling with the fact that it's giving more people an opportunity to be heard but are they then capitalising on an existing sound rather than taking an experiment or a risk? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing.
1: It's like, you know, there's a lot of pop stars nowadays where you listen to one song. It's like, well, I've listened to this one. I've kind of listened to them all. And -hmm. that's the problem that I've got with it. There's nothing that's particularly unique anymore. And when an artist comes across with a unique sound, it's like, obviously, you will have heard the name Pop Smoke, wouldn't you? Let's say yes. Okay, we'll say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's say (laughs) yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, but he came with a sound that was very, very different and a lot more old school. And so because it came across as unique, it wasn't even necessarily something new. All of a sudden, it took off. And I think to myself, we've lost a little bit of that because there's no need for artists to be unique and independent anymore in the sound that they put out by virtue of the fact that they know what does well on streaming platforms. So they go with that sound. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. If I'm being honest, it's like Ed Sheeran's last two albums or whatever it is. All the music sounds the same <laughs> to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, a question for you, though, is do you like or do you find yourself listening to older music,
1: say, or, or you know, do you just tend to listen to current music? Well, funnily enough, it's um, surprising that you should have asked me that this week because I've just um, <laughs> just started my 80s playlist. Oh, okay okay um which is all like quite a like dance stroke techno kind of sound almost <laughs> which, i guess
0: which you know what you know what went through my head i was thinking but that's not old but for you, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, for in that... my mind it feels like it's you know it's a common theme in my head but like
1: the you, 80s is the 80s is actually completely before my time so like i'm like 15 that, years before yeah, you were born my god the, yeah the, the 80s <laughs> to me the 80s to me is just the 60s to you <laughs> well no
0: do you know what the irony is i bought myself no i bought myself a 70s album so it's it, 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 it's it's probably more like like that and i was thinking yeah so you're your 80s is yeah my late 60s early
1: 70s but you know what it is as well is it's because i feel like i'm going back in time to try and find people that had a sound that i liked because it was a little bit different so i'm literally going back through all of the eras like i've literally got a playlist which is basically exclusively 50 cent when it comes to like american rap because i'm yeah. like in reality 50 cent still sounds better from the early 2000s and <laughs> the late 90s than he ever did. This is
0: where I was going with my, my question because we've just had the, the Super Bowl just gone. Yeah. And I don't follow American football, but I love watching the Super Bowl each year. Yeah. And the halftime show, you've probably seen the news. The halftime show was all the legends from like 20 years ago. So it was, it was Dre, it was Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Eminem. And I think stories over here anyway were like, kids being amazed that their parents kind of were grooving out to these these soul hip-hop rap artists or like knowing where the songs came from it's like but hold on that was their music it's yeah, all yeah. sampled now or you're, you're probably yeah, yeah. samples or loops of it now but and the sound still like you said it still sounds as good today you wouldn't have think those songs were 20 years ago
1: yeah, when you think, when you actually think about how many, there are so many songs that have been absolute one-hit wonders and artists that have been one-hit wonders now. And no one, it, this, this is the problem that I'm saying with music as well, is no one feels like they've got any longevity and that's because no one does anything unique. So if you look at like humongous names that came out, for instance, again, I'm just going to say it in rap, and people won't like me saying these names, but 6 9 actually did have America on strings at one point. Right, right. With his music. Yeah. Little Pump at one point with Gucci Gang even though that song was a horse shit right had literally one of the biggest public like rap profiles there was like he was all over the internet and now faded into nothingness fading into nothingness and that's because the next face tattooed mumble rapper has come along and they are the next fad you see i think this is probably the one big, uh, not a divide as
0: such, but between you and me, is I think we're pretty much on on the level with everything. But you've just said names
1: to me in that. I said, oh, my God, I sound like I sound old. But but it's true. It's because back back then, Eminem had a particular sound, right? 50 Cent had a particular sound. Snoop Dogg had a particular sound. Dre had a particular sound. Now, it's all the same mumble shit when it comes to rap specifically. I can't be bothered with it anymore because it all sounds the same. I couldn't tell you now if you played me... Four of the most popular rap tunes of the last that uh, have been in the charts for the last two weeks. I bet you I couldn't I couldn't distinguish whether or not they're different artists. Yeah. But, and but, that's the thing. I feel like it's taken away the individualism and the need to be individual and unique from musicians.
0: Like like I said, it is it is so hard in in my mind because like I said, you know those artists are great because they are superb. You know, and and the ones who performed at the halftime show, obviously, they they're just the sample of kind of some of the artists that were there at the time you know otherwise that that half-time show could have gone on longer than the actual Super Bowl you know they were so big because at the time yeah you had to make an investment in the album and if the album was good and word of mouth spread around everyone bought that album now anyone potentially could put a tune out and like like I said I'm finding it really hard to reconcile in my head like I said there's a lot of benefits but I still prefer the physical media listening to a whole album you know yeah. being being invested in an artist rather than buying a pick and mix of
1: of artists do you, do you yeah know what I, mean? I think it was streaming was better for the artists but worse for the fans
0: well better for the artists i think in a way yes but I'm not sure how good it is in terms of how much money they get from it. I don't, I, I think albums probably, well, to be fair, they get more money from touring. Yeah, this is true. It sounds like they just make like literally pennies off a stream, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you need like literally 500 million streams to make anything that's worth like yeah. when you're in that lifestyle. But um,
0: but what, sorry, before we move on, or, or, or your point, the 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 thing I wanted to say at the end as well was I also then found another story and I, I can't remember when it happened, but apparently Spotify you removed a load of tracks as well over what they thought was fake streaming. So right. basically trying to bump it up. So yeah. they you know, there there was a story, I think they took off at the time like seven hundred and fifty thousand tracks. Now some artists says that it was a mistake, they weren't using anything. Some probably were, but you know, and it's not to point Spotify because it's probably happened on other streaming services as well. But I guess what I'm saying is, can you ever totally rely on what you want being there in in a year's time if you want to come back to it, if, if you don't own it?
1: Yeah, yeah, this is true. Because I guess it's obviously as well just deals that Spotify have with record labels and that sort of thing. And if a deal changes with a particular record label, all of a sudden I imagine Spotify lose the rights to stream any of that music.
0: Like TV streaming, I think I said to you, Well, it may have been you, it may have been someone at work. I have got a real bad habit of once once every now and then I'll go through Netflix and I'll go through Amazon Prime and I'll search almost their whole library and add to watch list, add to watch list, add to watch list. Never get around to watching it. Then a year later, I'll come to my watch list and half that stuff is gone.
1: Ah, right. Yeah. And I've got a good point on this one as well. Right, so with streaming TV specifically, again, I think this has been worse for people just generally because not only that issue in the fact that you actually never watch what you would have watched all by virtue of the fact that you feel like it's convenient and it's easy and then it's gone when you actually do have the time or come to watch it. But also, I think it—I think it's taken away from television a little bit as well because do you remember there was a period of time where if you wanted to watch a TV show, you had to wait a week, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah.
1: Whereas now, in reality, people genuinely wait and just avoid spoilers and wait for a series to be on a streaming service, whether it comes out on Netflix or BBC or whatever it is, and then binge watch it, and all of a sudden it's over like that.
0: yeah yeah yeah. and there's no
1: satisfaction from it there's no like there's there's no tension that was created by the program to leave you on that cliffhanger that you you then have to anticipate there's less excitement about programs now because it's like oh did you watch it yeah i finished it in six hours well well, that's it
0: i think we referred to it in an episode it's like i think we called it or it's known as destination viewing so it's it's kind of like yeah on a nine o'clock on a sunday evening the whole country would be tuned into an episode of such and such a program but now you're watching that probably knowing you probably at 4 a.m one morning i'm I'm watching it (laughs) six o'clock the next night because there's no way i'm getting and and everyone's watching different And, and like you said sometimes i'm i will put my hands up unless it's something i absolutely have to watch I'm I'm often one of the last people to the party to watch stuff. Do you know what I mean? And and I'm trying to avoid them conversations at work because everyone's binged the, the whole series in the first couple of days. And I'm like, hold on, I've just seen the first episode. Can you can you have this conversation in the other room? Or, you know, can you come back to me in two weeks? Because everyone is, you know, everyone is watching it at their own pace, which, again, is great. People, you know, like I said, people will be saying no doubt at us. Well, that's choice. I want to watch it in one go. And 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 I'm not saying that can't happen, but I think it's take, like you said, it's taken something away from TV.
1: Yeah, because the other thing that I would say of that as well, and I don't know if you might feel similarly. Do you feel like in the last 10 or 15 years, you've watched as wide a variety of television and entertainment as you did watch, let's say, in the late 90s? No, no, the
0: easy
1: answer to that is no. I agree. And as I've gotten older, I've realized because you scroll through Netflix or you scroll through Amazon or you flick through your TV channels, you realize there's nothing really that you want to try. And in reality, that's a bullshit answer as well, because there is definitely stuff that you might be interested in. But what you do is you put on Breaking Bad or you put on Narcos or you put on... Uh, game of thrones never watched it or you put on <laughs> do you know what i mean something like that and it becomes your old faithful just to watch something for the sake of having something that you like to watch whereas previously when it was on television you would have watched the show and been like i need to get some interested in something else because i'm not going to see this again absolutely two things one is
0: i guess there is an element of time because you sometimes have less time of an evening so it's easier to put something on that you you know you're going to watch right but also are we losing a bit of what's the word patience, like with with TV? So I can't. Sometimes it's like, oh, do I want to try this new thing? No, tell you what, we'll watch the thing that's comforting to you because I'm busy. It's just going to be on the background. So in my house, I'll tell you exactly what's on a loop all the time is um Modern Family right. and Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chances are, between you'll probably find that playing on loop. Then. You know, my other half, she loves a lot of the crime programs. So you'll have, like, I don't know, Law and Order. She loves, like, Father Brown, Murder in Paradise or Death in Paradise. But it's the same stuff. She'll watch the same things over. Because a lot of the time, I think now, because we've got the ability to watch stuff we, we like and not watch stuff we or have to watch stuff we don't like... You can just have it on in the background while you're doing other stuff, while you're doing paperwork, while you're getting the dinner ready, while you're looking at your phone, while you're checking the football scores. And you're just watching the same things over and over again.
1: Yeah. And, th- and th- that that is actually, I think, the biggest problem. Because you don't try anything new. Like if I turned around and like I have the conversation with my girlfriend, for instance, we turn around and we say, oh, do you want to watch something? This, 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 this. And you you suggest a new show and it's kind of like uh, whether she suggests it or I suggest it, oh, I don't like the look of that. And then you end up watching, again, something that you've watched six times already. You put a film on that you've already watched. And one thing that I'd also ask is that if you were to sit down and watch something new because you said, "Okay, I tell you what, this is supposed to be really good. How long do you reckon you'd get into it before you decided to look at your phone or do you know what I mean? Like there's a lack of even want to pay attention because it's like, well, you can move on. Yeah, I know what I like. I could be watching something that I like. Why am I even giving this the investment of the 10 minutes that it's going to take me to get involved?
0: I've done that so many times. And the thing is, I, I'm i a big advocate. I, you know, I will always say you've got to give a series. Say it's a series. You've got to give it two episodes because the pilot is often filmed months before and is often totally different to the main show. So you've got to give characters a time. But I'm like, hey, I don't like that. Move on to the next series I wanted to watch move on to the next series tell you
1: what let's stick brooklyn 99 back on yeah yeah it's just a like a consistent like perpetual cycle of misery in reality but the game of thrones thing right
0: I i remembered something else though that streaming does give you the beauty of especially when it's binge is you can now review or read reviews and And only watch programs you do want. Now, the reason I say Game of Thrones is I absolutely loved Game of Thrones, right? I still do. It's a great show. But the last series, for me, was such a letdown. And it almost spoils it. Now, I've rewatched it recently. I actually left the last season off. I kind of left it. (laughs) I watched the first (laughs) six seasons. But can you imagine if you're doing that over six years on a week-by-week basis, that how annoying that is whereas now if a series drops you can generally read a review on ign or another website and say oh yeah it's a really good series and not feel like you're going to be disappointed right at the end of it you know what i mean it, right
1: know. i kind of understand what you mean i still I, I don't know whether that outweighs though or not because do you not think that having the facility to moan with all the other people that loved game of thrones about how shit the ending was <laughs> uh, don't you feel like that's more valuable than having a good ending that satisfied you anyway.
0: No, because I think I've I've saved six years of my life, or or potentially a year of my life, if I've had to, you know if you if you're waiting for the next series and yeah. then you get ten episodes. For me, another series. Did you ever watch Lost?
1: Uh, I started watching Lost, and I think I watched the first maybe like I think first season, I believe.
0: Yeah, um, and that was about it. Now again, I I like Lost, and I'm one of the people who are okay with the final series in the final episode yeah could have been better i'm actually all right with it now i remember at the time that was hyped up massively because it was coming to channel four in in the uk which was actually a big deal for uk terrestrial tv a big show like that coming to channel four it was like 24 episodes a season weekly you had adverts in it and after about the first season i couldn't bear watching it anymore just because i had to wait a week and then I I missed it for a couple of years and I remember actually I think my dad he'd bought off someone like the box set like the five seasons or the first four seasons I got into it and then I just caught up watching the last season weekly right 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 okay I understand yeah yeah but now I can find a classic series and know it's all there pretty much all seasons of that series are going to be there I already know that I can watch it and yeah if I don't like it I'll just stop watching it that week and it's only taken me a week of my life or two weeks i've not waited six years to be disappointed you see what i'm saying? yeah
1: yeah yeah i understand what you mean it's a bit like stuff that gets particularly drawn out as well so for instance like one of the few shows that i used to watch week in week out was um the walking dead okay yeah yeah and i think i watched that week in week out until oh can i say a spoiler i imagine nobody's watching yeah the go dead. on um until do you know the season after glenn died Well, I stopped watching it before that. I watched the first season and a half and then I stopped watching it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you knew that because of the comics anyway. But after that season, all of a sudden, I was just like, no, I can't be bothered because it just started to fizzle out. And so I guess in the same kind of way, it's just like, like all of this time, (laughs) <laughs> all for me to get bored. Well, that was it. I
0: kind of got a little bit. I don't want to say bored because it was. It's a good show, but I, yeah, I kind of got fed up of that weight. And then each week, it wasn't. If it wasn't a zombie heavy week, I got annoyed with it because I wanted to see the zombies right. So I then, yeah, yeah. yeah, I stopped watching it and I read the comics. But I guess so. Just like the music, at least you've got the opportunity, especially because TV. You want to watch TV more, and if you had to buy all these on DVD, etc., it'd cost a fortune, right? But you've got the option to dip in and out of stuff again that you wouldn't watch like on sky. I love downloading a lot of the documentaries of of like bands and stuff like that, you know, stuff you wouldn't normally watch or couldn't like if I was flicking through the TV guide, I wouldn't make a beeline to watch that. Yeah, but I can get it on demand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand and, and, what you mean. And stream it whenever I want.
0: You know, I, I can watch a program, and if I don't like it, just stop watching it.
1: Do you know what it is as well, though, is, again, the problem that I've started to find is that when you look at the big streaming platforms, your Amazon and your Netflix, they all pump out original content now, don't they? And in fact, yeah, I think yeah. the majority of the content on Netflix is actually just Netflix original stuff. But I also feel like it's been pumped out at such a rate, and that's because they know we have to grab people quickly because this series will be done, if we put eight episodes out today, people that watch it will watch it by Thursday. And so I also feel like it's kind of adversely affecting the quality of TV shows because you're so worried about what comes next, if that makes sense. So again, it's like with all of the Netflix originals and even the stuff that's had humongous hype on it. Like I'm sorry, it some, some Netflix stuff that has had huge hype has actually been a bag of shit. Like, I know that you won't like this. Bird Box was a bag of shit.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I watched it. I watched it late, but I liked it. I thought it was all right. It was enjoyable. I could watch it.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing for me. I feel like all of a sudden it's just something gets hyped up because they know that everybody's going to be watching it and over it. And in reality, it's kind of like if you saw a film, by if you used to watch go and watch a film. By a particular director, or let's say ITV used to put weekly shows out, don't they? And the BBC used to put weekly shows yeah, out. Yeah. If you look at any of the dramas, in reality, the BBC do better dramas. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that, yeah. I would, I would say. I always just stay away from stuff that's ITV because I just take the assumption I'm probably not going to enjoy it because I don't like the style in which they do dramas, right? Whereas okay. now, it's your your your... Everything gets particularly hyped, and I feel like you've not got that consideration because everybody still watches the same shit that gets churned out anyway. Does that but, make sense? But, I feel like I'm kind of making sense.
0: But do you not are you not open to the fact that now though that you can with like their on demand platforms and stuff, you can watch it and try it. So I I, I I get maybe a few years ago you wouldn't have made gone out your way to watch that. Do you are you not tempted to try it if it's on like Netflix or if it's on the i ITV player, whatever they, they're called, ITV hub, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe I've got more of a willingness to try. But again, specifically when it comes to like the Netflixes and the Amazons who pump content out quickly, for me, I haven't watched a Netflix original in ages because I'm like, they're all going to be crap. because. Every time I turn on Netflix, there's a new set of brand new originals that's come out. And it's amazing series, number one in the UK. And I'm like, no, you've turned a series out. And that's also a problem for me. I can't remember what show it was that I was watching. And I think it was, I don't know if it was Barbarians. I think that's Netflix. And I think it was scheduled for a season two. Or I think it had a season two that was coming out. And because it wasn't particularly popular or like immediately something that people picked up, I was just like, I saw talk of like a second season being axed. I think they since did release the second season. But I thought because it hasn't been a cash grab win, it's a brilliant TV show, absolutely amazing, would 100% recommend it to anyone. But I feel like because it doesn't fit, again, like the mainstream agenda of what we need people to watch because we want people en masse to watch, like Squid Game became, for instance, yeah. or Bird Box became, all of a sudden that idea gets canned when in actual fact it could be something brilliant. So, again, I feel like similarly to with the music stuff, everything's kind of merging into the same crap TV show.
0: I think Squid Game, though, is is different. And I think, well, for me anyway, and the, and the reason I think I like it was because it is it is foreign made and it's something different. Yeah, yeah. That gives it a slightly different, you know, you you're getting a different perspective on a programme. And I think now probably watching you know, what What we'll call foreign cinema or foreign TV is, again, easier now because what's the harm if you're subscribing to Netflix and you try that Danish crime show or you try that Japanese drama or you try that Spanish thriller film? There's nothing, right? Because it's not costing you anything more. And I think, it, you know, that's where I think the beauty of it is, is they're investing in those because they'll know they'll get a market for it. But you can, if you want, you can dip into it. You can you can avoid it if you want, but yeah.
1: at least it's there for you. Okay, fine then. One question I'll ask you then, just to counter yeah. that. When was the last time you started a new series that you'd never seen before? Um, taking out all of the proper stuff that's been popular, so we'll exclude Squid Game from that, just by virtue of the fact that basically the entire nation of every country in the world watched that bloody program.
0: The see the thing is it's a, a,
1: difficult in it no yeah. no
0: no no no. it's not difficult because i've got one but i you know the thing is i tend to watch things and forget now i didn't this wasn't from netflix or amazon actually but i kind of downloaded it on on sky through the sky on demand but it was um curb your enthusiasm have you no, ever watched I've that it's a comedy that, show man. and again the reason being is like things like netflix it's given me a chance to watch things that i missed the first time around on tv like Breaking Bad was one. I never yeah, saw that yeah. the first time around. But going back to your question, I started um, on Amazon this week watching an old, I didn't realise how old it was. And this is the thing, I am so late to the party with everything, but it's um, a comedy show Peel and Jordan, isn't it? Jordan the, and Peel. Jordan and Peel, <laughs> sorry. And I didn't realise it was, it was 2012 that was made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. thought it was only a few years ago. So, But what it is, is because I go through phases of, I watch Netflix a lot, and then I'll subscribe, I'll get a free month or so to Disney Plus and I'll I'll watch as much as that. And then I'll move on to Amazon because I need to feel like I'm getting my money out of each platform. Like if I haven't watched something on Amazon Prime for a month, I'll have to watch a few films on it just to feel like I'm getting my money out of that.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean.
0: But new shows, we tend to, um, we'll give it a go and it's mainly comedy. So there was one on Netflix recently, Superstore. We gave that a go. You know, that that was all right but new new shows no i'm i'm struggle i've struggled to be honest with you
1: exactly and that's what i think the problem is is because streaming services have given you everything that you like immediately there's not a requirement to see anything that you don't like or might not like like why why would you turn something on and put it on for 20 minutes or half an hour or 40 minutes and invest your time in it when you could watch something that you know you like and that's what i think the problem is when you ask anyone this question it's like, yeah, I've watched Friends season 13 for the 86th time. But then yeah, I've guess, watched Breaking yeah. Bad nine times over. Yeah, I've watched The Walking Dead 32 times over. I'm like, yeah, exactly. But when was the last time you genuinely sat down and thought, you know what? The concept of that show is absolutely brilliant. I'm going to give it a try.
0: No, but you know, the thing with me, though, is I won't watch. I see if a if show's only got one season, I won't watch it. Because, again, I, I've been burnt too many times by watching a show and then it gets cancelled after the first season. so no no joke so I will I will only watch a show if it's got two or three seasons and what I'll do is before I start a show I'll read it up on Wikipedia to find was it cancelled because if it was cancelled I
1: I know it sounds bizarre but I won't watch it but also then that's still the same problem that you've got for Netflix in any case anyway because you don't know that anything that's an original will do well
0: but I'm generally so late to the party like I said to you (laughs) I you
1: know do I admit yeah
0: I'll admit this I'm only just in the last week discovering the wonders of the fast and furious
1: i think they're, they're such crap films yeah you know what the fast and furious started the problems in the movie industry
0: but the thing is this is what i'm saying about where the beauty of streaming comes in is i didn't want to see them at the cinema i didn't go yeah. out my way to watch them on tv now i've got them all on amazon so you know stick it on it's a bit of sort of switch your mind off you know a bit of entertainment I'm not losing money. I've not paid 15 quid to see it at the cinema or paid a tenner on DVD or Blu-ray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I get what you mean. I don't know. I just feel like it's similar to the music thing for me. I feel like we've lost the quality in television and we've lost the quality in film as well. And again, that's because again, similarly when it comes to film and monsters or movie monsters or whatever it is now you've got what, what film came out recently? Was it a quiet place Two? That yeah, that that, that
0: came out a few months ago, I think.
1: In reality, when you look at, again, all of the modern horror films that have come out, to me, again, it's all the same shit with all the same shit monsters that have all got the same basic design. It's like the horror films that came out, whether it was The Conjuring or oh, what other like, set of films were there that were really crap and just all jump scares. Oh, but films like The Conjuring, and then they pump out six of these films, and that's because, again, what they're doing is they're suiting what is super popular... And there's nothing quality that comes. It's just the same shit churned out because they know. This is what, what I say to nauseous. you,
0: though, is the problem, not that there's so much of it, but that Netflix or Amazon or any other streaming service is the home for all these films. Whereas if they come out of the cinema, it wouldn't even hit your radar. But you'd go see the one you want to watch. But you don't buy a ticket for all the films. You switch on your streaming service and they're all there. And so you what you might watch them and you don't like it because you think they're all the same. Do you see what I'm saying? Is it, to use your analogy, the music where we're now saying there are so many artists sounding the same, but if you, if you go back 20 years and you just bought the one album, you loved it, that one artist. Now, if I went to the cinema, I wouldn't watch 10 different films on, in the same genre necessarily. I'd go watch that latest paranormal activity, say, because I know I like
1: them. I understand what your point is, and I'm going to be really honest as to why I disagree with you. I disagree with you because it doesn't fit my narrative. so that's why i disagree with you basically i I think that means you agree with me then (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i I understand what you're saying and and i get what you mean but i feel like it like a lot of film and tv has been a kind of flat like a copy paste job because again let's take this for instance if i was to talk to you about the best musicians that have ever lived in terms of the music they made the impact they had that sort of thing your musicians would likely be from the 90s perhaps early 2000s when you look at the biggest names, they'd be your Madonnas, your Michael Jacksons, your Jay-Zs, your Kanye Wests. Do you know what I mean?
0: You see, now I disagree with you there because I do love my music. Maybe in certain genres, like I've not kept up with, say, the rap or hip hop, but I I will buy brand new debut ar- albums from new artists because, you know, I, I, I'll hear them. I like them, you know, and I'll give them a chance and I'll listen to them. If I said to you who my all-time favourites are, absolutely, they're going to be from the 90s. It'll be Oasis, Nirvana. Yeah. Obviously, the Beatles rank up there, even though I wasn't around when they were, you know, a band. I will still listen to new stuff because I love discovering new music.
1: Yeah, but when you look at the quality, for instance, then, of the music or you look at the uniqueness of the sound or similarly when we talk about film, when you look at film as well, again... My question would be a little bit similar. When you look at the best TV and film that have been created, I couldn't pick anything made in reality post 2010. Is it not different though? Because one,
0: you're getting older. Two times, you know, where the kind of the inspiration and what's going on in the world. I know we're digressing a bit here, but the inspiration of shows changes. And we live in a world now that's dominated by reality TV, say. So most TV, you switch on normal terrestrial TV. It's just reality stuff, it feels like. Yeah. And I, and I can't stand that. What I'm trying to say, though, is if I scroll through Netflix, and I'd love them to release a stat of how much time I spend on the menu screen rather than in a program. <laughs> Half the stuff that's on there, let's say films, I wouldn't have even registered as coming out of the cinema because I'm just not interested. yeah. But the one film that I want to go see, like, you know, I love the, the Marvel films, I'll go out my way to see them at the cinema as well. But what, what I'm trying to say is then when I then go onto Netflix and see there's so many superhero comedies or superhero drama or superhero parodies that it just feels like, yeah, they're all just rubbish because they're just trying to copy the Marvel films. But if I didn't have Netflix, I wouldn't have known about them. Do you see what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I kind of get what you're saying. It's all laid
0: out for you there, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I just feel like overwhelmingly the quality of the way in which film, TV, music has been produced has decreased over time as opposed to increased as a result of access, I think. Because, again, similarly, even when you take something as popular as Marvel, right, I love Marvel films. I think they're brilliant. I think they're great watches. They're good films to sit down because you've got a couple of hours to burn and you want to watch something that's good right however when you look at marvel films (laughs) i don't want to say that they're a cut and paste job because they're not in essence but the marvel films all fit the same script
0: i can agree with you if you're not necessarily into it but also coming to it late i think the thing marvel films have done really well is built up 10 years of viewing and a ten-year storyline, if you know what I mean. That, that's yeah. what. Because even me, I felt. I'll be honest. I said to myself once Endgame came out, I actually almost said to myself, "I think I'm done," because it feels like that sort of thing was a once in a well, I'll call it once in a lifetime. But it was, is. It would be so hard to repeat that journey, if you know what I mean. From yeah. twenty films, ten years. Is anyone else going to have the time to to do that? And it's already been done and been done really well. But I think if you're coming into it late, almost like feeling like you have to watch it, then th- they're probably not for you. Yeah. But sorry, because I'm, I'm just seeing the time. One, the, the main point I also wanted to say about <laughs> the streaming TV though is is mainly. So I had a look. It, there is so much is dependent on where you live in the world as well. I mean, the licensing and the yeah, copyrights of yeah. what you get. So. I had to look. It's actually, I was actually quite surprised. We're fairly on an even kill now with the United States. But I had a look. It was only, I think, early last year, or it may have been a slightly older. I saw the United States had 1,157 TV shows, and we had 442 on Netflix. And the US had 4,593 movies, and we had 1,586. So I'm paying the same. You know, it's 10 No 10 wonder tons. everyone
1: uses a VPN nowadays.
0: <laughs> exactly. And do you remember that it used to be massive, didn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah You know.
1: yeah.
0: Now, I've looked at it recently, and it is actually pretty much level now. So we're, we're talking between movies and films. We're only 200 out. But what that doesn't show is, though, so are they the same films? Because there's going to be a lot of local and domestic yeah, things. Yeah. Or we might have a bit more European stuff, say. So. But again, what I'm trying to say is, why you know, and I know why because it's licensing and copyright. But I'm paying ten dollars to Netflix, but I'm not able to see what my mate in Texas or my mate in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, do, do you know what I mean? I'm still being restricted. I think is what I'm saying. I am being restricted in what I can see, even though it's digital.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can go on on Amazon or anywhere and buy the region, you know, the region one or whatever it is DVD and play it here, but I can't watch it on Netflix. And I think that's the thing for me, that things can be taken away at short notice. You aren't seeing what everyone else is seeing.
1: Sorry, but again, do you not feel like that's because, again, Netflix is knowing its audience. It's turning around and saying, you are an English audience. We know that you are going to be more interested in this because this is what the majority of people like. So as also, a result, in actual fact, I think that when you look at streaming services, like I said, I watch a smaller variety of things now than I did 10 years ago. I was a child, I was younger 10 (laughs) years ago. But I, for instance, even from when I was 18, watch a smaller variety of television film and but is that not also a bit I of time,
0: no, because you're working and then you're doing a podcast and you know is, is, <laughs> is,
1: is time an element no you're
0: going out you're earning no, money you're going
1: out yeah yeah this is true i guess but the, no but i think that the problem is is because again like i said it's so much access like like we, we illustrated it beautifully when we both said how many times do you turn around and not get through something because you get you you get bored immediately and you turn around and think I can't bother with this. I'd rather just watch something that I like, and that I think is the thing that and the factor that always overrides everything because that is just the consistent for me personally, and I'm sure it's the consistent for lots of people as well. So I well, that's what I had.
0: I had streaming is obviously great because you you're not spending a fortune on DVDs and physical items, but the bad side is is it making us less. Uh, patient isn't the right word i can't think of the word but are we becoming and that's probably it my brain is being frazzled by the modern day are we losing our ability to to take time and get into programs and it's like if we don't like it the first 10 minutes we know that that program is 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 knocking on the back of our minds and we just have to put a couple of clicks of a remote control and we're watching a great program yeah yeah but sorry there were two more things on on tv one is and again, it's just the price of everything. Now, again, I know we don't have to subscribe to it, point taken. But what I am saying is before when everything was centrally, you either went to your blockbuster or you went to your, your, your video store and everything was there, or if everything was on terrestrial TV. But now we know films and programs are being split between different platforms, depending on yeah. who owns the rights. But Netflix, if you want the decent one here, is a tenner a month. A tenor a month. Amazon Prime. I mean, I I subscribe to it anyway. I think you can get it for. I think it's seven pounds a month, isn't it? Or eighty pounds here. Yeah. I mean, Apple TV. There's a there's a great show on that I want to watch, Ted Lasso, but I don't want to subscribe to, to another that, streaming anyway. service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have got Disney Plus for eight pound a month. Now, the one that always makes me laugh is I know a couple of our um American podcast friends watch BritBox, which I get for <laughs> yeah. them. I, yeah, I get it yeah. for them. So yeah. it's it's the BBC and ITV. And it's only six pounds a month, but for those listening, state, I pay a TV license to watch BBC, and now I have to pay again. <laughs> to yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: it yeah. It's corrupt in it.
0: So you know, I'm, I'm not. I, I won't get BritBox out of spite for that reason. <laughs> just about oh. to say
1: spite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. what it is, though, isn't it?
0: It's happened recently, so I think Modern Family, which we absolutely love, was on Netflix, and I think it's now gone to Amazon. But if I didn't have Amazon, I've lost that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 the other thing. Oh, here we go. And another thing. During COVID, I had a couple of months of Disney Plus. Right, I had free. I think through through Xbox. Hi Microsoft. Um, but it's like um. Black Widow was released direct to Disney, wasn't it? And along with Dwayne Johnson's recent film Jungle yeah. Cruise. Yeah. And I thought, great, I'm going to see that. No, you had to pay for that. And how much yeah. did you have to pay? 20 quid. Yeah. Cinema tickets, $12.99.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I didn't. And I, I recently subscribed to a month and caned everything I wanted to watch on Disney Plus because I recently paid for one month so I could watch Black Widow. I could watch Hawkeye. <laughs> I could watch um, Jungle Cruise. I could watch The Beatles. And then I, I, I finished my, my membership. Now, why... And I'm going to mention all gaming. Why did it cost twenty pounds to watch a film that in the cinema would have cost me twelve pounds?
1: Yeah, and do you know what it is as well? That's the thing. I actually think in reality, in the grand scheme of things, the streaming services are getting more money out of you than you ever would have been spending going to the cinema or when stuff was released released on television. The benefit that you would have got as compared to watching it week in week out, if that makes sense, because. Yeah. When I think about it now, I'm like, how often did I go to the cinema in reality to watch a film? Maybe once every few months if there was something that was decent that came out that I wanted to see. Whereas now, I'm paying Netflix and I'm paying Amazon and I'm also paying Disney Plus. Um, (laughs) All, all, so it's costing me 30 quid a month for the purposes of watching the same shit that I've watched for the last three years.
0: I think they are like gym memberships. And what I mean by that is I think people subscribe to them and then you don't really think about cancelling it because you say oh there'll always be a program i'll watch or you forget you're paying it because it then just becomes a tv channel
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so i reckon you could probably have you you might be able to pick a month where you didn't watch anything on disney say or yeah maybe a month where you didn't watch anything on amazon but you've paid eight pounds for that
1: yeah doing nothing
0: yeah, and I and, and I think there's a lot of people in the same boat where you take out these subscriptions, it's like eight pounds a month, it's 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 hidden with everything else, and well you like I said, you'll probably watch twice as many programmes or films next month to make up
1: for it. And but again, <laughs> when, when you look at the streaming services as well, they always keep some of the biggest stuff there to keep you yeah, yeah, subscribed. Yeah. If they got if Netflix tomorrow got rid of breaking bad, right? Finished. Finished. People would cancel subscriptions because <laughs> they go on there. What have I got Netflix for? And so when you look at it the stuff that comes on and off again, the same things and the same shows are always consistent because they keep them there because they know that that's what brings people in and makes people stay. And then they filter it with all of the other shit that isn't actually any good. And that's yep. the problem. But again, I still pay for it. And I still will because I'm a mug. We do. And the thing is, right. You could probably buy the complete series of a
0: show you're watching for maybe 80 quid. Yeah, not,
1: yeah, probably not even in reality yeah, nowadays. Yeah. You hop on Amazon, you can probably get a box set of Breaking Bad. I, 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 don't, I, I couldn't even imagine it would be that much.
0: Yeah, but again, I when I got one of my first months free to Disney, what I did was watch Scrubs because I love Scrubs and I had them all on DVD and sold them months ago. And that's the other thing, I guess. You, you used to be able to, and, and we'll talk about games briefly now, but you used to then be able to trade stuff in and make a bit of money back and, and put it towards something else. But you don't now because you don't own anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, Exactly, exactly. Because you used to turn around and be able to take your DVDs or yeah. your CDs or whatever it was back to the shop. Yeah, this the thing, when when you think about it, again, I've started watching Breaking Bad again. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah, yeah, Because I've got nothing else that I want to watch because I won't give anything else a chance. But in reality, I could buy Breaking Bad's complete TV series, 18 discs, all five seasons for £28. There you go. So there for the go. purposes of three months' worth of Netflix, I get the show that I'm watching now anyway. Yeah. I, yeah it, it, and... well, in the
0: back of your mind, and I know you, what you're saying, but in the back of the, your mind, there will be a, oh, but there's that film, or... They might, or you'll see a story next month, they're going to add this. Do do, do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, yeah, no, I,
1: yeah, I agree. And that's what I'm saying. That's what it is. Like they use you with shows like Breaking Bad, and I'm only using Breaking Bad as an example because I love Breaking Bad as an (laughs) anchor, as an anchor. And then everything else filtered about is just to make it shine a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Like I said, for us, if we lost, there's a couple of shows on Netflix. If we lost now Brooklyn Nine Nine as well, it's a modern family. Like I said, I think that has gone. Brooklyn Nine Nine, and there's a couple of other shows that the you know the other half she likes. Then we'd probably stop watching Netflix because yeah. we literally just do watch the same things.
1: Sorry, I've just thrown my hands up in the air. You can't <laughs> you, hear, are, you yeah. can't you can't see that if you if you're listening, <laughs> but I have because what's also on Netflix? What's on what's Netflix? an anchor show on Netflix as I've described it? Friends. <laughs> yeah. Friends. I think there are people in this world that have netflix subscriptions just to watch friends and reruns oh, yeah. of friends yeah 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 and again huge issue because you can catch that shit on comedy central
0: <laughs> stop <laughs> yeah, paying to...
1: eight pounds yeah that
0: used to be the only thing that's on there wasn't it so, i think now we'll probably just move on to gaming a little bit now as well because it kind of cuts into the same thing even gaming now do you remember the launch of the Xbox One, wasn't it, where Microsoft got slated? Do you remember when it was the they, they were marketing the Xbox as like a, an entertainment hub and yeah, be, yeah. they envisioned the digital world? Yeah. And they got slated, but that is where we're at now. They were just yeah, ahead yeah. of their time.
1: Yeah, they were. They 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 were advancing before people could handle it.
0: They did yeah, absolutely. They did a the wrong time because now you've got both Sony, PlayStation, and Xbox releasing a disc-list console, which when that was being rumoured a few years back People were, like, wanting to burn... I want to say burn their laptops in, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, in rage. However, one thing that I would say is that I think gaming has benefited from the advancements, I think. I'm going to say... I
0: thought... Yeah, Well, I'm going to say yes. But I think the impatientness I've got is more so with gaming than it is with TV streaming services. Because I've got Game Pass, which is, is phenomenal. I think that's a phenomenal service and value yeah and i always say to myself oh it's great i could try that game 10 minutes in I've, I've uninstalled it and i've tried that game like oh that game looks great 10 minutes i've uninstalled it because i know i can yeah yeah and some games i've installed three times because i try and have a go but i don't like it but i'm trying it because i feel i have to
1: <laughs> see now i am completely the opposite with gaming as i am with film sorry with tv and with music because with gaming The fact that I've got stuff that I wouldn't have previously paid for, the gaming one is one where I feel like the investment that you're making in something like Game Pass, where all of a sudden all the content comes, is actually benefiting me because I would have never have turned around and taken a 60 quid punt on a physical disc. No, no. Whereas when stuff is rolled in with Game Pass, all of a sudden I find myself downloading, oh, that looks like a good title. I'm going to give it a go. And I do end up just playing it when I would have never have given that a punt. So I feel like with gaming and the like discless, like subscription services that you've got now with gaming have actually benefited me because they've opened me up to games that I never would have tried previously. I was Call of Duty, FIFA. That was it.
0: But what I would say to you though on that is, no, absolutely. And that's what it's there for. And I've done the same, but what I would say is take out your mainstays of, um, if we look at game pass, like, say forza because they're great games and now yeah. you've got ea pass in there so take out your fifa games if you bought you went to the shop and you bought a 40 pound because yeah i agree with you i, I mean over here there's 60 quid now but i'm never paying that for a brand new game so yeah, let's go no back chance. to what they roughly used to be say 40 45 quid unless you absolutely hated it would you take more time and would you play the game you've spent 45 quid on more than if you downloaded it as part of a subscription do you see it's a hard one to answer but what i'm trying to say is would you put the amount of hours in and say the completion um you know the doing all say the side quests or collectibles would you do that more on a game that you've spent 45 quid on than a game you've downloaded as part of a monthly subscription
1: um personally probably no just because I feel like if I didn't like the game, if it was a physical release, because when I actually got my, I've still got my old fat Xbox one. um, And maybe the reason is because it takes me six hours to install probably about (laughs) 10 gigs. So that's why I'm so invested and have to play stuff. Um, No, I think because if I'd have previously bought a game, I would have probably taken it back and turned around and had it credited to try something else anyway. I think that's probably would have been my stance. I wouldn't have put effort into it. Or put more into it just by virtue of having spent, in, spent more money on it if, in that regard, if that you makes see,
0: sense. You see, for me, I think I'm the opposite. And I think because... I don't know if it's because gaming has been such a huge part of my life. I know if I have bought a game, I've researched it because I know it's a game I want. And I will kind of rinse it. Whereas if it's on a digital... If it's on Game Pass, I kind of sometimes might come back to it. Because I'm thinking, well, I didn't pay for it. I've tried it. I'll come back to it. And maybe I want to complete it because I want to get onto the next game before it maybe disappears off the service.
1: Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean.
0: But overall, I think it's brilliant, right? Don't get me wrong. I've been a Game Pass member, I think, since day one. And I used to have EA Pass as a separate thing. And when they merged, I then took advantage of some deals, months, you know, a couple of years ago. And had, I've got about three years of uh, credits <laughs> through the deals built up. I think it's probably making people impatient, just as your your view with, netflix and tv streaming i think it's doing the same to maybe some people with gaming especially if they're new to gaming maybe yeah
1: yeah that's true i think the only difference is is maybe as well you kind of have i again and i don't know if people will disagree with this i feel like comparatively the quality of gaming has got better as opposed to the way that i think music and film and tv has got worse
0: i don't know i think you do get again i think gaming now is you can churn out copies but i think game reviews are generally quick to call them out if you know what yeah I mean. to say it's, yeah. it's a shoddy copy or it's there's no fun here or or i've seen better playstation the original playstation games than this one do, do, do you know what i mean i think i think the difference with games is you, there is enough out there to say to find out if it's a if it's a good game or not
1: yeah I just feel like as well, because it takes more effort to get people invested because obviously game playthroughs in reality, what would you say like the the most average basic game playthrough is? Let's go on like a Call of Duty campaign. It's probably taking yeah, six or seven yeah. hours, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I would probably say that's the minimum baseline. Anything that's any more decent than a Call of Duty campaign is probably taking you 15, 16 hours plus probably, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I feel like as well, game developers nowadays or you have to be more conscious because it takes more investment and so as a result you you're more likely to want to put something out that's good i mean don't get me wrong we've seen how many battle royale games we've had in the past like 3 years and like the blatant <laughs> cash grabs that we've seen but i think generally speaking i've become more more satisfied with gaming comparatively to the way that i've become more more dissatisfied with film and tv
0: the thing about gaming is like i said out of the three things now let's say music gaming and tv i would prioritize gaming yeah i I get more still more enjoyment out of gaming and i probably put more time into gaming than i do anything else yeah yeah so i will always find enjoyment from these systems my my the only concern i've got and i was thinking about it is at the moment, you can go to a Tesco, a Sainsbury. You could go to an Amazon. You can go to a game and buy the game. If it's going to be down to, I don't know what the equivalent is. it the PlayStation Network? If you can only buy games digitally from the PlayStation Network or Xbox, at what point is that price of Game Pass potentially going to go up? Because if they're controlling yeah, it at yeah. the moment, digi- digitally, you can only buy it through Xbox, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's the only concern I have is and 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 you could say it's the same about Netflix or anything else the difference being is at the moment games you can you can pretty much get anywhere and again go back to the music where things get pulled i you know i've got a, a couple of stories here that uh, there's a there's a website actually it's called delistedgames.com and xbox one games there's 137 games delisted on the website and playstation 4 I've got 189 games there's been mistakes in the past where games have been accidentally delisted and you couldn't even re-download it if you've owned it and and like recently they made did you ever play the fear games
1: i don't think so no
0: they made them backwards compatible and i thought brilliant i'll I'll buy it online you can't buy the first one because i don't know if it's a licensing thing but you still have to have the physical disc so it's listed if you go into the marketplace you can see it because obviously if you've got it it will download that version but I can't buy it. Whereas if the game was still about and being made and it's physical, and and what that's actually done is, you know, the um, CEX shops. Yeah. It's actually what is like a, I don't know, a 10, 15 year old game. It's actually pushed the price of that up to 15, 20 quid now, because I think they know. <laughs> so I'm just concerned about prices and the fact that digital games cost as much as they do in the shops. So I would have thought, the packaging you're taking out the packaging you're taking out the physical disc you're taking out the distribution you're taking out right okay. shop margin you.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 but why is the new
0: like uh, uh, the, the one i looked at was a recent wwe 2k game it's 59.99 online the same as it is on amazon but you know you can buy the then the digital deluxe version for 100 pounds but you get nothing physical with it
1: yeah, yeah, that's true actually because I would say the the comparative cost between your subscription services is probably, well, again, it depends how much you used to buy films, but let's say you bought a DVD a month. In reality, your subscription services are still cheaper than your DVD a month used to be, whereas gaming has stayed consistently at a high price and everything's changed because it's true you don't get the sellback feature by having a CD, you don't get anything physical, it's all digital, you can do nothing with that content once you've purchased it by play it, and yeah, you're not getting anything tangible. So yeah, maybe the cost should have come down as well. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I, I'll I'll set my stall out now. I fully embrace the digital world with gaming. Maybe more so than the others because it is something I enjoy so much. Right? I've only got four physical discs now. I think it's two Call of Duties because they you only get like a pound at the shop now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got Wolfenstein. Oh, and I've, I I took a punt and I bought Cyberpunk when it was really cheap. Um, I think I got it for a tenner. So (laughs) that just shows, you know, I've only actually got four discs. The rest is online. When they do their weekly sales or their sort of regular sales, they they slash the prices brilliantly. And I'll pick up a load of stuff digitally along with Game Pass. But yeah, I can't buy a new game like I would from the shop because 60 quid digital. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, that's true. To be fair, because it, it is true. Like I, 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 feel like when I was younger, I used to be able to go and get like a PlayStation Three game for what was probably like thirty five pounds or forty pounds, brand new. And the cost crept up and crept up, and then all of a sudden, the digital releases were actually at some points more expensive. Than the shop yeah, version, yeah, I remember you could go into like a Sainsbury's and pick a call of duty up for like fifty quid and then or forty five quid you go on the Xbox store and all of a sudden it's like fifty nine ninety nine like you say yeah. and you think, well, hang on a minute, how does that work?
0: I get they probably at the moment because they are being sold in shops, they probably can't undercut them because they know maybe it's 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 where that tipping point is, and it may have already happened are more sales online than they are in shops because you don't want to piss off. The shop, if you if you start selling it for twenty quid but everyone's going in and buying them from game. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, this is true. And I think that maybe that's that's do you know where Blockbuster fell off the edge?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The 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 whole game stores just generally, I'm not talking about the specific game stores, um, but game stores that sell games maybe will die a death the moment that all of a sudden everything does become digital. Because it's true, I was skeptical of having stuff digitally. Whereas, like you say now, I have an old FIFA that's um. Uh, a physical copy. Again, a couple of Call of Duties uh, by virtue of the fact that it's pointless getting rid of the discs because there's no point. Um, and then I've got a couple of like old 360 games that were like backwards compatible. Whereas now I use Game Pass, everything's downloaded. And like you said, even with the sales, I went and bought FIFA this year yeah. only yeah. by virtue of the fact that it was half price on a sales yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never have paid 60 quid in store. So yeah. maybe the point at which everybody does shift is the moment that all of a sudden. You just dropped your um, mic. I just dropped the mic on me. Yeah. Is that angry? Is that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll leave that Um, Is the point at which gaming genuinely becomes a Netflix? So Xbox will turn around and say, right, our streaming service, you get all of the games that we release in house on our platform. All, all of the stuff that's made by any of our studios all of a sudden comes to you as a subscription for 30 quid a month because you know well, it's going to be something like that. Well,
0: this is it, right? So I had a look. I think a year of Xbox. Ultimate Game Pass is, I think, 110 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Now that equates to you playing three games, new games a year, which now with all the studios they've acquired is going to be easy. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So I know I'm going to get my money's worth out of it because, like we said, with Netflix and Amazon, I'm watching the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. So, whilst it sounds a lot and it is a lot of money, if that's what I'm paying, that's three new games. As long as you've played, or two and a half games, as long as you've played 2.5 games, new games in a year, you've recouped that You've got your money's worth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. That's why I feel like gaming I can get on board with because it doesn't feel like as... (laughs) It doesn't feel like you're getting ripped off. Even though it's technically costing you more. (laughs) In actual fact, it's surprising to think that gaming hasn't gone completely digital faster than your film tv did i think it was purely the backlash that microsoft got because
0: it was mainly centered around the the resale of games if you think yeah. about it because you remember um sony then did that video of this is how i share games with my
1: friends or this is yeah how I- <laughs> and it was a guy just passing the disc to a mate. oh yeah so hang on a minute so and the that original premise yeah. yeah the original premise was that you wouldn't once it was downloaded from the disc that disc couldn't be used on any other console
0: I think it was that, yeah. But but that, if you think about it, that is technically still the vision of digital gaming in the, uh, dig- online only in the future, wasn't it? You did you wouldn't have owned the disc to give. Yeah, it to yeah, anyone. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I, I remember that really hurting Xbox. That really hurt Microsoft
1: because they backtracked uh, on it, didn't they? Obviously, because then you could all almost of a sudden, everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost everything, but. But like I said, yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised because it just felt like that was easier. I mean, not having to get up and change a disc. <laughs> you know? yeah, I mean, how yeah. lazy is that? But, yeah, yeah. but but it's true. And And now, you know, the beauty of just flicking through the library, downloading a new game, I'm all on board for it. I just do wonder about the future and what the price are because Game Pass does feel too good to be true right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think that once the shift happens to the point at which games, because the thing is as well, I feel like it will start to happen with game companies. For instance, it, it won't happen with necessarily the big boys like your Call of Duties that release or like your Fifas, but there will be games that all of a sudden just don't release in a physical format.
0: Yeah, well, you know, well, actually, having said that, you just remind me the way we're going to keep it low is because they've now bought Activision, and we'll probably get Call of Duty in Game Pass and playstation console yeah. game buyers are paying it to be on there. yeah 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 <laughs> oh and, and the other thing i'd had written down here sorry uh, just briefly was microsoft office now comes in two flavors you can own it outright or you can lease it or you can lease it now yeah. and then i had a look and i realized i've <laughs> leased it for the last couple of years i remember now because again i've got good deals on on amazon say but it's like i had a look at the website now to own it For office, home and student, it's £120. Yeah. And for the Office 365 personal, it's £60. So the problem is you think, right, well, I'll get two years at that. But then at at some point, you've then either got to lease it again if you want it.
1: Yeah, or buy it anyway.
0: And, And, you know, you look at it and they sell it by saying, well, with the Office 365, you get updates and you'll get the latest version. It's like before it used to just be. package you bought installed and you wouldn't even upgrade it that was it you had that for about five or six years yeah yeah
1: yeah. there would be no upgrades and then all of a sudden when you did get your next microsoft package it was like wow look at what they've done and it's like oh
0: but with this you can have it you can have 10 licenses like how many people do you think's in my house (laughs) i I don't know I, i just think i think that's kind of what i wanted to say and tie that in is that Oh well, we didn't even touch I know we mentioned it in another episode about all if you want to watch sport you have to have about five or six different Yeah yeah yeah, well. yeah. And it just feels like it's a real difficult it's it's a battle between you have got so much more choice and you've got so much more freedom to to watch what you want when you want play what you want when you want listen to what you want when you want but at the same time it almost feels like you've got less choice because you're just you haven't got time and you're just watching the same things and, and doing the same things over and over again, but you're paying 20 different companies to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's because you want to make the most, you're turning around and saying, if I'm going to spend time doing something because I've paid for it and because I've got limited time, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay and use my time to watch something that I know I'm going to enjoy. So you end up just doing and repeating the same cycle constantly. Yeah, yeah. But in actual fact, that's not what that subscription should be for, but that's what yeah, we all use yeah. it for.
0: I'll ask Microsoft, if you can buy, basically, I can't remember who it is that makes the wrestling games. But if you can have that, so they're in Game Pass. 2K. I think 2K, 2K yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. If, you, if, yeah, if you can have those in the uh, Game Pass. Is there anything you want in there, <laughs> there
1: um, No, I think that pretty much covers everything because with Call of Duty coming, oh boy. I'm,
0: yeah. I'm a, I've said before, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a wrestling game. Okay, cool. Is there anything you wanted to say before we, we
1: wrap up? No, but now I'm going to have to go and put SmackDown vs. Raw on my PlayStation 2 on. <laughs>
0: well, I've actually got, Um, I bought in the sale recently, I bought Watchdog Legions, which again was one. Oh money. God, Watchdog I, yeah. was brilliant. I didn't want to go, I never went out and bought it, but I saw it online. It was it was in the sale. It was cheap. I bought it and I'm loving it. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Watchdog. I remember playing the first one. I never played the second one. The first one was absolutely brilliant. Banging yeah. soundtrack as well, if anybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. wondering.
0: And I've missed the second one and I've gone into the third one.
1: Well anyway well look, like i said
0: i hope, I hope you've enjoyed this if, if let us know your views I mean that's the irony is this is going out digitally on', on say so. just, not, just not paying for it <laughs> yeah you're just not paying for it so you know um go right back to the start. I am a great fan of all these streaming services. I just don't know sometimes there's a good thing sometimes there's bad, but it's it's just interesting to see if we're still doing this in 10 years Lou let's let's see where we're at then yeah
1: yeah yeah we'll touch base ten around like i've been paying my my netflix subscription for the last 10 years and all i've done is watch breaking bad and friends oh shit i forgot i had that subscription yeah. <laughs> like... checking my bank statement in 15 years time i just see 7.99 disney plus come yeah, out yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah if if anything you've um we've said in this resonates with you or, or you've got any thoughts on this let us know um you can catch us at um at Casting Views on Twitter. You can email us at castingviewspod at gmail.com. Go listen to Super Familiar with the Wilsons. They're an awesome pod as well. We'll see you next week. And we know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose. So we thank you for listening to Casting Views.